Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memory into mysteries unknown. Come along for the ride. Jim Hinckley's America. Jim Hinckley's America. Hey, good morning, everyone. How are we doing this beautiful day? Hey, you know, back on March 25th, we launched a contest with the grand prize being a, a, a copy of my latest book. Here we are on Route 66, defaced with my autograph. Well, uh, every program we've been giving out a clue, and uh, so far we're not getting close. Uh, today's clue is the letter I. Um, thought I'd give you a little bit of a hint. The name of the business we're looking for and the community it's in is uh, Long Route 66, and it's west of Texas. Does that help? Hey, I'm always glad you could join us today. A uh, little bit of change in what I had planned. Uh, I had a gift given to me on uh, Friday morning, and I wished I could do this as a visual, but we're going to do this the old way, just like they did in the 30s and the 40s, and, and uh, <clears throat> let you use your imagination a little bit. Uh, this does link to road trips, uh, because I have a tendency to be uh, fascinated with automotive history, and it's a, it's a long story. We're not going to delve into that too deeply today. But I often weave events such as the Route 66 Fun Run or the National Road Trip Day Proclamation Block Party on May 27th here in Kingman, which now looks like it's going to be followed on Saturday morning by a cruise along Route 66 to Seligman. Uh, I, I include those a lot in my road trips. I, I, places like uh, the Auburn Corps Duesenberg Museum, things of that nature. I, I just... Uh, the origins of this, like say, is a story for another day. Hey, good morning, Eric. How are you doing today? Hey, I did like the podcast. I listened to a few episodes. Uh, but uh, I had a gift Saturday, and I've been doing this since, gosh, my earliest childhood. I have quite a library, if you can picture this. I, it's kind of a cubicle created of bookcases where I, my studio, my office, and it's uh, shelves upon shelves and then piles upon piles of books and automotive materials. And uh, I, what I got this past week was really, really something. For example, here is a picture of, uh, this is Car Life magazine, the December 1955 issue. And on the front cover, uh, and I'll post this on the Jim Hickley's America website this week, but uh, a really just wild-looking automobile, and I'm totally, this is a new one to me, Preston Tucker's secret new car. <coughs> and as timely as this is, since I'm working on the Beast, a 51 Chevy, I've received an owner's manual for 1951 Chevy. Uh, we've got some uh, brochures here for the 62 Dodge. 
Uh, you know, while I was looking through this, I want to tell you, speaking of road trips, if you're getting the Southern California area on, uh, especially a Saturday morning, there's a little gem you might check out over in Burbank, California. Auto Books, Arrow Books. They've been in business since about 1952. They moved up to their current location oh, a dozen years or so ago. And uh, <coughs> and uh, just an incredible store. New and used books, new and used magazines uh, for aircraft and uh, automobiles. I bought a book there some years ago, a couple of them actually. I, I, before COVID, in the BC era, I was doing book signings there once a year. And uh, I picked up this little gem, Dr. Dyke's Diseases of the Gasoline Engine and How to Cure Them. And it's uh, copyright date is 1903. Some fascinating automotive uh, trivia there for you. Sir, hey, thank you for sharing that. <clears throat> uh, I also, in my pile that was given to me Saturday, is a, a book I was unfamiliar with. I've collected a lot of Floyd Climbers books over the years this is a foreign car edition and i've never i wasn't uh real familiar i, I uh i'm not real familiar with foreign cars so is this uh, a really kind of uh enhance the library if you're not familiar floyd climber wrote a lot of books back in the 50s this is the first edition uh Floyd Clymer is quite a story, if I can't uh, remember the exact age, but uh, he started his first automobile dealership with a little bit of money from his father at about age 12, and he was quite successful. Also, pioneer motorcycle and automobile cross-country racer. Oh, here's another. I have an official program from the, what do we have here? The Grand Prix for Sports Cars, October 15th, proceeds to charity, 1957. Uh, first Riverside National Championship Sports Car Race, November 16th, 1957. Official program. I, I'd share away, uh, and I will get uh, those links up for the Old Man's Podcast and uh, any podcast that you recommend. I'll take a listen to and see if we can get a little promotion and plug going for them. Uh, anyway, uh, these automotive books do inspire a lot of travel. And my uh, initial writing, the first few years, mostly what I wrote about was uh, the auto industry from 1885 to... Uh, 1945. Well, hello, everybody. We, yes, that's a, that's a good way to start a day. The program is interactive. Chime in. We'll try to... We have a plug here for the John DeVito Show podcast. Can you tell us a little bit more about that, Eric? And uh, the John Gale program. Another recommendation. Uh, the Old Man's Podcast I listened to yesterday on Eric's suggestion... And uh, I was kind of impressed. Might take a listen. That's also here on Podbean. What we've got coming up for automotive stuff. 
Well, let's start with Kingman, Arizona. Uh, third Saturday afternoon of the month, April through October, chill and unbeal. Just a simple, low-key, old-fashioned get-together centers on cars, foods, friends, and music. It's down on Beale Street, one block off Route 66 here in Kingman, Arizona. And for the first time in several years, the uh, Route 66 Fun Run is returning. The Route 66 Fun Run is I've been going for well over 30 years, except for the COVID years. Uh, it's basically a 160-mile block party, all the way from Seligman, Arizona, down to the Colorado River Golden Shores. Saturday is the big day. Everything kicks off up in Seligman. Uh, car show in Kingman. All kinds of events that day. It... Uh, should be a lot of fun. In the past, we've had 800 plus vehicles. Uh, and it's interesting because it's everything. I have seen restored mid 1950s Greyhound Cena Cruiser buses, uh, 1908 Cadillacs, hot rods. Uh, this year doesn't look like we're still going to have the return of the foreign tour groups, but several tour companies from Australia, New Zealand, and other places. In the past, they have included the Route 66 Fun Run. And uh, uh, their uh, spring tours. I met with Dale Butel last night of Route 66 Tours. He is back in the country, but he does not have a tour here for the fun run. But he will be here personally for the fun run. Uh, the John Gale program, I see, is, uh, Eric says, is a news and commentary and conversation-focused fo podcast show at weekdays at five. I will take a listen. We also take call-ins if anybody's interested, but, or you can just type in a message and a note and I will uh, just respond as quickly as I can here. Uh, the, the inspiring road trips through automotive journalism, like say, I have collected this materials since my early childhood. And uh, well, good morning from England. How is the weather? Uh, an example here, I have a copy I'm looking at now of uh, Edsel Ford's 1915 Travel Journal. A lot of people don't realize when they think Edsel, they have a tendency to think of the car that looks like a Buick sucking a lemon. They don't realize that there was actually a fellow named Edsel and that it was uh, he was the son of Henry Ford. Uh, my automotive writings blend into road trips because of things like Edsel Ford's travel journal. This was gifted to me several years ago when I helped the Historic Vehicle Association uh, recreate Edsel's trip from June of 1915 through July of 1915. They recreated his trip along the National Old Trails Road and they did this in a uh, 1915 Ford. And they followed as much of the original road as they could. Uh, personally, I got to tell you, I'd have to be doing a whole lot of drinking to uh, do, take that my Jeep into the places they took that Model T. But here's how it ties into road trips once you start getting into these things. And I have some books for you to recommend, too, this morning. Uh, Real quick, here's one for you. You can look for it on Amazon.com by Miss Emily Post, the uh, Miss Manners lady. She wrote a fascinating book called By Motor to the Golden Gate. 
It was about her trip across the United States in 1915. Really great snapshot. And that will inspire a few road trips as you want to check out some of the locations that she talks about. Uh, here's from Edsel Ford's journal to give you an idea. This is in uh, dated July of 1915. And it gives you a snapshot of what life was like. Uh, he was traveling with some buddies of his. And since they were rich kids, Edsel had a new Ford. His buddies had a new Cadillac and a new Stutz. And uh, Friday, July 16th, 1915, we uh, stayed around town all day until 4.30 on account of the heat. Uh, met our party in Stutz from St. Louis. Mr. and Mrs. Scott and three children, also Mr. Hillaby, arrived. Uh, arrived at Needles, 8.30 p.m. after being informed that highwaymen were along the road. The heat was very oppressive. Slept on Hotel of Porch. Days run, 72 miles. Uh, the day before, when uh, they had left Williams, Arizona, drove 146 miles. They uh, had left Williams that morning and arrived at the Hotel Brunswick at midnight. And the Hotel Brunswick is still here. It is experiencing an on-again, off-again restoration. Look forward to seeing that property open. <coughs> but uh, road trips. They're such an integral part of the American experience. I have been very privileged to be working with the National Road Trip Day folks. They will be here making the official proclamation on May 27th. And we're going to have quite the block party here in Kingman, Arizona. Uh, road trips, I, I speak on this a lot. That uh, it's it, it always amazes me that people would embark on road trips in the first oh, 25 years of the 20th century. Simply put, there were just no roads. But the year that Edsel Ford uh, traveled from Michigan to the Panama Pacific Exposition in California, more than 20,000 people attended that event from outside the state, and they arrived by automobile. Pretty astounding numbers. And of course, Route 66, probably the most famous highway in America, even has an international fan club. And uh, now with the centennial fast approaching, I think Route 66 is more popular than any time in its history. It's a, uh, a near perfect blending, if you will, the past and the future, even the present. And it's the ultimate road trip. We have uh, Stephen with us this morning from Root Trip USA. Good morning, my friend. You know, uh, Stephen, Root Trip USA, speaking of road trips, if you're looking for a great worry-free road trip in the United States or Canada, you might give Stephen a holler there at Root Trip USA. Those folks, just like we do, they test the pillows, they sample the enchiladas. Yes, sir, E-Bob. They can guarantee a great road trip for you. Speaking of road trips, i got a couple other things I want to share with you. In October, I will uh, be traveling to the Miles of Possibility Conference in Pontiac, Illinois. And you can follow our schedule, but uh, we will be making presentations 
Uh, all along the Route 66 corridor as we travel, we're currently talking with the folks in Tucumcari. Uh, I have a tentative schedule of a presentation, speaking engagement about uh, history of transportation and transportation evolution in Atlanta, Illinois in October. All good things. Does anybody have any questions that I can answer for you or... Uh, Jennifer, good morning. How are you doing today? Keith Kittner, God bless. Always good to see you, my friend. Yeah, the great American road trip. Uh, I have a note here they were asking, first transcontinental trip by automobile. Well, that's a good question. You know, I think drinking was involved because uh, no good story starts with they were having a salad. Uh, Dr. Jackson. On a $50 bet, bought himself a used Winton, got himself a mechanic to ride along, and uh, left San Francisco, headed east. Took him about 63 days, uh, an epic adventure. <coughs> Alexander Winton, uh, the owner of the Winton Automobile Company, he made an attempt to drive across country in 1901. And it uh, took him a couple weeks, but he made it from San Francisco into the deserts of Nevada before he gave up. And the uh, journalist, fellow from Scientific American, that was traveling with him uh, noted that the only reason the experiment failed was because there were no roads. Pretty amazing stuff. Hey, our contest is ongoing. Like I said, if that's a clue... You can find a clue on each of our programs from March 25th through today. And I'll give you a big hint. The name of the business and the community it's in, along Route 66, it's west of Texas. If that's any help. Uh, this week on Wake Up With Jim, we've got uh, some great stories coming up for you. We are going to be talking about some overlooked and intriguing, sometimes macabre places. Tomorrow morning on Wake Up With Jim, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time, we're going to talk about the urban legend that there are bodies buried under the high school football field. And uh, my research for the narrated historic district walking tour being developed by Kingman Main Street, I'm just going to give you a little clue. It's not exactly an urban legend. And then on Wednesday, we do the uh, Wake Up With Jim programs, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 6.30 Mountain Standard Time. We're going to be talking about Clifton's Cafeteria down in Los Angeles, the historic theater district. Uh, I'll give you a hint about this one, too. One of the most amazing stories about neon signage I have ever read. It's another urban legend that has a grain of truth. I think you're going to like that one. And then on Friday the 8th, we're going to be talking about Fort Reno near El Reno, Oklahoma, along Route 66. There, This is an interesting stop that I highly recommend, but it uh, also has a very, very unusual cemetery. I think you're going to like all three of those programs. I'll post some information about all the stuff that I've gotten here, and... Uh, some of this I will give away if anybody needs it. For example, if you need a uh, owner's manual for a 51 Chevy, I can, uh, well, let's give it a try. 
Eric, uh, it's set up for call-ins. <laughs> yeah, Eric, how are you this morning? Good morning, Jim. Um, good, good morning, everybody who's just tuning in or listening to this on a download. Well, how are things? Now, you're from uh, back uh, down south here, correct? Yeah, I live in Georgia. I'm just right outside of Atlanta. Yeah, my folks, like I said the other day, they were married up north uh, around Ringgold, Georgia, just south that, of That uh, was Lookout also Mountain. where Dolly Parton married her husband. Really? In Ringgold, Georgia? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you know, country I, music star and the namesake of the Dollywood amusement park. Yeah. Well, I'll be darned. Now, see, there's a perfect example. My pa always said it's better to fill the head with useless knowledge than no knowledge at all. And uh, there's one <laughs> for me. I had no idea. No idea. Well, well, I think a lot of people on Podbean Live know know who I am right about now. I've been fe featured on a lot of Podbean shows for almost two years. And I've plugged some of those shows in the chat, which I know, you know, like the old man's podcast with Dean, Joe and Eric, which I do appreciate you checking that one out. And I'm sure the old man and Dina Joe and other friends of that show would probably be honored to check you out as well. Thank you. Yeah. I spent a lot of and time of course, down there. I spent a lot of time as well, a kid down in uh, North Alabama, North Georgia, South Tennessee. Quote, My yep. folks had um, um, of course, another podcast friend of ours, Jeremy, lives in northern Alabama, about an hour outside of Huntsville. And then another friend, Michael, who lives in Middle Tennessee, outside of Nashville. Uh, let's see. So he'd be up near Huntsville. Oh, so would he live over towards Scottsboro? That direction? I, I would have to ask him next time I talk to him. Um, his name is Jeremy Cummings. He used to do Cummings' culture, um, but he now does Seek and Find. Um, but um, I can get you his Twitter handle if you want to get in contact with them sometime. I'm always curious about that. I haven't been down in that country for about 25, 30 years. And uh, my folks had farms up on Sand Mountain, Pisgah, and Dutton, Alabama, and uh, Mont oh, yeah. Eagle, Tennessee. And my ma was from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And, and uh, I, you know, Chattanooga is quite a city. city. When I was a kid, we'd go up on Rock City. And they would say that you could see seven states and you couldn't see anything because of the smog. And uh, I was back there a few years ago and I was just really, really impressed with uh, the city and how much it's changed. And uh, it was it was a great, uh, a real fun city. Jennifer, that'd be great. I think you're going to enjoy this. We're going to be talking about the Pioneer Cemetery here in Kingman. And uh, I think you're going to find that if you got a macabre twist or fascination, you're going to find this pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, Eric, thank well, you for that information. Well, uh, um, and, and of course, like the other podcast shows I, I plugged in the chat and told you a little bit about them, like the John DeVito show and the John Gill program and the slightly serious show. Um, you know, I'm sure you could probably search for them and check out their previous episodes. Sure, and you bet. And even some comedy podcasts like the Beans and Weenie show, if you really you know, want to laugh off like the stress and worries of the day. And, um, you know, and then, you know, and I'm sure people are destined to find podcast shows that might be their cup of tea, but we can't make guarantees that it's going to be everybody's cup of tea. I gotcha. But, I, but you know, pod, podcasts like seem to be growing in popularity because we, we seem to be an alternative to 
like legacy media and yeah. and living in in a, in times where news is more important and and trying to to get actual truth you know yeah. and, and and conversation that that you you might not find anywhere else but yeah. but i mean i really like what you do and and uh, you. you know and i'm sure you know, one thing about Podbean is we're we're good at supporting each other because no. you know we're we're more than just friends. We're like family. Yeah. Just I better wrap. I better get this going here. We usually run about thirty minutes. But um, I don't want to keep you too long. But I definitely look forward to to seeing you around. Thank you, Eric. Does anybody else enjoy the rest anything? of your weekend now? Thank you, sir. Does anybody else have anything though they want to chime in? Any uh, any questions? Anything I can answer for you? Since we're talking a little bit of automotive history and road trips, and if not, well, we're going to wrap this up a little bit. I'll post some information about all this goodies that I got this week, and I think you'll find it uh, interesting. Uh, one more thing I'd like to recommend: if you want the closest. I think you can get to time travel. And uh, I know, Stephen, I won't throw you under the bus by telling what you drive and have, but if you find yourself a vintage vehicle of any kind and you keep it fairly original and you drive that on the back roads anywhere, you will experience time travel. It's uh, as close as you can get. And if you get on a road like Route 66 in a Model A Ford or a 51 Chevy like I'm building, and uh, you can easily roll back the clock. It's a, it's a different way of life. Hey, do we have anybody else that wants to chime in before we wrap this up this morning? I want to thank everybody who, who joined us, and I want to thank you for indulging me uh, as I uh, shared my passion for both road trips and uh, uh, collecting automobile historic pieces, advertising, things of that nature. It's been a real pleasure this morning. I'm glad to see our audience is back up and growing. I uh, I am still locked out of my Facebook account, and it's just created a, a great, great number of issues and problems. And... Uh, but, you know, we treat these things like speed bumps, now don't we? We go over and we go around. When we have problems, we need to get, take a deep breath after we dust off our four-letter words and cuss words and a few other things. And we take a deep breath and see that problems are merely disguised opportunities. It's an opportunity to learn new skills, new talents, and, and find ways to do things differently. My friends, until we meet again, tomorrow morning, 6.30, uh, Mountain Standard Time, Wake Up With Jim. It's a shorter program, just a few minutes, 15 minutes. And then uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with Wake Up With Jim, and then Sunday morning, Coffee With Jim. Of course, we got all kinds of things coming up to share with you. Take care, my friends, and until we meet again, vaya con Dios. Adios. Say hello to a new friend on an old road. Take a two-lane trip of memories into mysteries unknown. 
Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America And don't forget, uh, May 27th, National Road Trip Day Proclamation and Festivities here in Kingman, Arizona. Think of it this way. All roads lead to Kingman. My pa always said the world's round. If you head east long enough, you're out west. I hope you can show up and come join the festivities. Come join the party. Adios, mi amigos. <laughs>